Welcome back to the episode. Welcome to the episode. Welcome back to the Ozone. And today it is a uh, an honor and a privilege for my little cousin to be on my show in person and then live. He's actually uh, helping me do a couple of uh, some things for the podcast coming up. So be on the lookout. And uh, shit, without further ado, let me introduce to my little cousin, Davisito. <laughs> Always, always little, huh? Welcome to the show, man. What's happening? Thank you, first of all, thank you for coming out uh, and helping me, like, you know, brainstorm for this season, too, because I obviously want to make uh, things bigger and better and improving my skill as well. So thank you for coming out all the way to Forney from where were you in downtown Dallas, right? Arlington. Arlington? Yeah, I was in Dallas today, but. But yeah, I'm I'm all about it, and just from the looks of it, for those who don't know, Obi has already learned a whole bunch. Like he has, he has like a whole studio set up. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm over here listening to his podcast. I'm like, yo, this guy's you know iPhones and you know just like little sound buttons on an iPad. No, he he's got like microphones and like it's legit. Obi's legit. You know, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to become better. That's all. I'm just trying to improve in, on this. You know, I mean, hopefully, eventually get monetized. But I. Don't see how that's hey, going anytime hey. soon. Hey, dream big. Just, you know, go big. Or go hard, right? I mean, always, yeah, always go hard. That's for sure, man. So how have you been, man? I haven't seen you since uh, the end is 15. What have you been up to since then? That was a couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, for that quinceanera, I did video, which is where I'm trying to make my my full-time job as I'm still in school. Okay. And I've just been picking up jobs ever since. I finally because i've always done videography photography on the side and never really market myself and somehow end up with jobs and now i'm starting to actually market myself and i've been picking up jobs so every night i'm doing something new so what are you going to be doing like what kind of jobs do you have coming up so tomorrow i have tomorrow's wednesday i have a music video some of some guy thursday i have another music video and friday I have a D1 basketball player who wants to create content for his TikTok account. So, TikTok? Yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah. I know you told me it was for a D1 player, but I didn't know it was for actual, you know, TikTok account. Yeah. So when he approached me, I'm like, oh, you know, content, you know, hype up for his school. He yeah. goes to Xavier University, by the way, which is a legit school, you know. And low-key, I was fanboying because I love basketball and yeah. NCAA and you know i'm talking to him on this professional website i'm all like oh shoot you know you're like you played for have you played in the ncaa tournament he's like nah fam like when i committed we were number one seed but ever yeah. since we haven't made the tournament so hopefully no. next year his senior year he'll make it in so is he a senior at xavier or is he in high school now no no no. he's a senior at xavier oh wow committed his fourth year yeah, yeah so he committed when they were first seed and ever since they haven't made the tournament really yeah i'm surprised he even made it because a lot of them leave after the third or second year in college and they go to the pros well you would i mean if they're destined for the pros you got to remember that like one percent of college players actually go pro yeah you know there's only 62 picks in an nba draft every year so he's he's nice but he's not that nice i mean yeah (laughs) he's all right i saw his stats he averages like two minutes a game you know oh yeah but i mean you're still nice if you're you know committed to a d1 school like that okay that's besides the point so I don't think I've ever asked you this. What well, I think I did earlier out the air whenever we were prepping this up. Like, how do you put yourself out there or like self promote yourself? Do people come and find you? So prior to so I started marketing myself last week using this app called Thumbtack, where you go on consumers go on and kind of like search for a specific service, whether it be like art, music, singer, photography, videographer. I made myself an account really and i've used all my old content from the past and put it up there and i have this huge portfolio i just didn't really know about and i started getting calls and it's starting to pick up so that and word of mouth are really where i get all my business from i didn't even know that part yeah it's it's uh, it's actually very useful (laughs) so so do you do that part-time or full-time it's part-time but i'm trying to make it full-time i'm trying to like really build myself up um, I'm going to school for engineering and I want a job where I can make a good amount of money for less hours. And if I, c- I mean, yeah, that's you the dream. Jamaican dream. <laughs> that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, I feel like I have an artistic skill that can be used to my advantage Yeah. and people get paid a lot of money for these things. And that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. So 
and it's 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 what i love to do on the side so okay yeah that's good money i mean like i've seen you you know working like at the 15 you know you were just running around or the gimbal i think it was called yeah, it, yeah. with the camera and all and oh. the equipment so i was like man you know little cousin doing big things for himself yeah davisito yeah. ladies and gentlemen davisito <laughs> davison <laughs> <laughs> so i know you've been traveling lately and you were telling me that that you were in new york just last weekend yeah yeah new and york. that you like it out there yeah it's great so grew up a dallas texas boy arlington um, lived in Tennessee for a year, lived in North Carolina for a year, but mostly Texas. And I, I do like to travel. I had a trip last year canceled because of COVID, got my, got my airplane refunded. And, um, this year my friend hits me up to go to New York. I'm like, sure. Yeah. I loved it. I love New York. Dude, because I traveled through you vicariously because you've been up, up, was it Montana? You were up the shirtless in Montana? <laughs> Or is it, or is it Wyoming? No, 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 yeah, yeah, Montana, Glacier. Yeah, you want? I'm like this motherfucker. I'm like for real. <laughs> Have you put ever put out put 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 me to shame? Are you out there shirtless and, and up in the glaciers? Hey, man, it's all about the aesthetics. So be, how is? I mean, I've never been. I don't know what. I mean, it doesn't draw my attention to go to Montana. But you've been there. But like, what drew you to go to Montana? You see, like you don't. Uh, when my friend hit me up to go to Montana, and if you don't know what Glacier National Park is, look it up right now, and you'll want to go. Um, it was basically he showed me a picture, and I was like, you know what? Let's go. I saw mountains. I saw ice blue glacial waters, and I'm like, we're going. So we is it really like that? Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, you're photoshopping that. No, that water, like the Gatorade Glacier Blue, that's where the name and color comes from. Really? The glacier waters of Glacier National Park. So like it's I'm talking clear. Yeah, yeah. So also the sun has something to do with it. Like you have to have the right reflection of the sun for it to be perfect. All okay. day it's blue, but it gets the bluest like on the right time. So like right before noon. Once it gets noon, it's not as glacial anymore. Really? But yeah. Some 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 are just because they're covered by mountains. I don't know the physics behind it. If I did, nobody would. Everyone yeah. fall asleep, but you know. Yeah, we just got like a 45 minute show, but you know, yeah, we don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. So, okay, so you've been out there where else have you been? Uh, so I went on that trip, and I just pledged to go on other trips. I, the summer after that, I summer classes of nothing. <laughs> then there was last. Then there was last summer, which is the COVID summer. I yeah. basically I went on a couple trips, um, but nothing that like it was just kind of like local in Texas, like you know yeah. to Austin, San Antonio, uh, yeah, the, the Valley, yeah. yeah. So like, which Padre, you know, it's it's Padre, but it's not like you know going. So like yeah. I don't know another beach, California, Miami. But this year I had the opportunity to go to New York, and you know it's, it's the summits, whatever. But for me, it was it was kind of a changing experience because really this, the city, yeah. Because like you know I, I've been there once, but you know going there this time, you know just I I wanted to see buildings and build, and that's what I got. So I kind of got that out of my system, and then after that I kind of just wanted to you know get some food and yeah. Because um, for me, like I was telling you, like when when people go to New York, there people are like, oh my god, New York. For me, it's like, eh. yeah, I yeah. just go for the food, like because I like to eat food. What I can't find here in Texas, Dallas, I'll find it over there. So it's like, take me to the food. I, you know, like I don't want to see buildings. I've been going to New York since I was two years old. So yeah. I, I try to go every year or every every couple of years. Yeah. So for me to go to New York is kind of like like my second home is kind of like, ah, eh, okay, it's New York. You know, yeah, whatever. and and I think this trip did that for me. Like it got the whole seeing buildings out of my system. And you know, I when hung out with some friends, really enjoyed the food over there. And it's real. There's really nothing like it. Like different parts of the city, of course, is like another, literally another town, another country. Yeah. Like you know, the first night I stayed in Jamaica Queens, and I'm like, okay, that's, that's dope. You know, Las Bodegas, everything. Yeah. You know, next day Manhattan, uh, Lower East Side. It's you know, you got Soho, you know, Dang. Washington Square Park, where all the NYU crazy kids yeah. are, and. And that's what it was. Like the cops had to come in at night and like scurry everyone out. Really? Yeah. So, so the last time I was in New York, well, not the last time, but I think it was for my cousin's wedding. Yeah, or it was before his wedding. And so Sergio, Jose to Sergio, he takes me to different places in New York, and we ended up going somewhere. But it, I think it was like Soho. Um, the streets were literally cobblestone still. There were cobblestones. They're like old, old, old. It's probably like one of the oldest, you know, streets in New York. And so there was a film crew, like student film crew were there. And one of the girls ha had a picture or uh, 
had a custom of a vagina. <laughs> and so we're just okay. walking by and they're like, hey, excuse me, can we ask you a question? And I'm like, yeah, sure, what up? And then she was like, you know, so we're doing this project on if you know a woman's part of the vagina. I'm like, sign me up. Like, I passed that class with flying colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A plus, everything else. D, have you listened to C this? C minus, yeah. Turn away, Tia. Turn away, Tia. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, you know, so they were asking me, you know, what part is this? What part? I answered all of them. Like, they're like, oh, wow. So, you know, very well. Of course, I know it very well. But they were just so open about it. You know, it was a little film crew. They were, it was, uh, I remember, you know, one had the costume of the vagina. One was recording, and the other one was asking a question. So it was three of them. Well, four of them. And they were just, wait, were they all vaginas? Like no, no, just one vagina. Okay, just, I'm, I'm just trying one to get, vagina. Mental it's just like three women and one guy. So three okay. vaginas, and one penis. And oh, so right. they were just there, just walking around, asking people if they know parts of the vagina. All right. And so, like when I go to New York, do people watch? People watch. Yeah, food and people watch are my two best things when I go to New York. So, like, that right there in itself was an experience because I mean, I've never been asked, hey, you know, what's part of this part of the vagina before, you know, at all. And, and, and on top of that, like, I'm being recorded. So, a couple of months ago, I was trying to look up to see if I could find that, that video clip, but I, I, I can't. What'd you type New York City vaginas on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> well, probably. But, I mean, like, I love New York, you know, but, but for me, it's just mostly about, like, the food the family don't take me nowhere else just you know i love going to bodegas i love eating the chicken and fried rice uh all types of food over there mm. you know food that i can't find here i had a poke there the first time mm. uh about two three years ago and then like that's when poke started being in dallas but i had poke which is like a japanese hawaiian sushi type yeah it was great you know yeah, I bet. so so it's so when I go to New York, like I really mostly look forward to the food. Yeah, and that's kind of what my friends are saying. And like, the people. Yeah, we went to this Japanese little restaurant, and because of COVID, they start building like these little outdoor little chairs and yeah. with like little makeshift like roofs and like windows. And you know, I I got me some chicken, and you know, I, it's like little chicken on sticks kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, skewers. I, I think is that was called. Yeah. So then my friend was like, "Get the heart." I'm like, "I'm gonna get the heart." <laughs> you right. the heart. All right, give me give me two thighs and one heart. So <laughs> these little things are as high as their thumb, and the more you look at it, it's like that's really a chicken's heart. Like that's <laughs> their soul. Like you know, and it took me. I was staring at it, but it took me a minute. But then I kind of bit into it. You can like feel all like the ventricles and stuff yeah. whenever you chew it. You know, it's kind of cool. I it tastes good. I mean, I like chicken heart. It was, you know, if you're if you're vegan, like you know, just Sorry, but it was mm. it wasn't bad, yeah. It <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Yeah. So yeah, the food amazing. Gyros, gyros, however you call it. Yeah. Really good. I really good food, out yeah. there. Yeah. Did you have the slice of pizza like at midnight? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Like that's like a if you go to New York, like I tell people, like you have to have a slice of pizza. But I wouldn't even at put at midnight. It, yeah. But for me it's like I wouldn't put it like that. It's more like a the slices of pizza are so common. You see the little pizzas everywhere. It's like, oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel like a pizza here. Oh, I got it. Walk down a couple yeah. miles. Oh, I feel like a pizza there, you know. Just the slice, you know. You walk, but it's just, you, you burn calories. But it's just like the experience of like being in your, like in Manhattan or at Penn Station on the bottom where they got all the pizzerias. It's like, it could be three or four o'clock in the morning and you're hungover with your friends. What do you do? You go for a slice. Yeah. You go for a slice of pizza. Yeah. Here's a make or break a question between us. Do you fold your pizzas or no? Oh, I fold. Okay, good. Then we're yeah. cousins. I mean, you have to. I mean, yeah. Because that's right. a must. Like, you have to fold your pizza. It doesn't matter how thick or how thin, but you fold your pizza. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah, if you don't fold, you're not a, <laughs> you're a psychopath, you know? Like, <laughs> you're not just unattached to the family. You're unattached to the humanity. Right, like, exactly. You know? Thank you. Thank it's just you. Yeah, it's just, it's just too much dangling. But, I mean, it's good. Like, just the New York style, they say it's different. It is. I like it. Oh, it is. I mean. It's definitely like a concrete jungle, but you know, I mean, I could live there for a couple of months, but to, but to live my life there, I like my space. I so, like the openness that Texas has. Yeah, yeah, definitely you know? something you can't miss. So I was actually telling my friends this because I I just felt like I was there for like four days, and I just had like the best four days in a long time. I think some of it had to do with like 
being away from town you know after covid i haven't really gotten like a huge yeah you know like this wasn't a huge it's just new york again but i mean for me it was like you know covid had just hit i went out and the town was basically open and i just felt like i had done things i haven't done in a long time it, it was good but anyways i told my friend I, i'd live in new york city for a year and i'd never get bored for one day i could see you doing that yeah like you know I, you seem like i know we're cousins and all but but you've always been like the free roamer, go with the flow. Like let others dictate you kind of thing? Oh, well. Or what are you talking about? No, I mean, like, just, you go with the flow. Like I'm chill or what? Yeah, you chill, you know, like you go at your own pace, and you're in no rush to get somewhere. Like you'll get there when you get there, which is definitely a Texas thing. Yeah. And, you know, and living in New York, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because every, everything in New York is like, go, go, go. No, it really is, and I feel like I kind of need that because if not, I get stagnant. You know, yeah. I, I tend to stay in my room a lot, and that's whenever, you know, mental health issues yeah. decline. Yeah. So, like, you know, changing topics and brought that up, and I had told you about. Yeah, I thought this would be a perfect segue. Just easy. <laughs> saw the opportunity. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, how have you handled like COVID situation, like mo- emotionally? Okay, okay. First of all, here from a one to ten. How are you emotionally, physically, and mentally? Right now? Yeah. So right now, this very moment, uh, very good mentally, emotionally healthy. Um, and we'll go into detail in a second why. Physically, uh, you know, like, I, I put myself to a high standard. I haven't been going to the gym, but I do run a decent amount, but I haven't been eating on top of my stuff. Mm-hmm. So physically, I give myself like a six. Okay. But like emotionally, you know, definitely eight or nine. But like I'm talking about like as far as like historically, like I feel yeah. like I've historically been doing really good. Um, but I guess your question was like, how did I handle COVID emotionally, yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, because I know you know with this whole COVID thing, it messes people up. You know, like mentally, you know, it just it changes people. You know, some people their anxiety kicked in more the depression kicked in, kicked in even more and just out of curiosity like in what in what regards like anything from bro. staying inside too much or what from staying inside being, being away from secluded from, from society yeah um for me so honestly for me i i i didn't care like i'm the kind of guy i am for the most part i can be introverted i can stay in mm-hmm. as long as i have something to do i am fine i'm not the guy that'll hit people up people are like oh you're you know it sounds self-righteous you want people to hit no it's not about people hitting me up i just never have the i mean i've historically just never had the the will to be like hey you know let me get a huge squad going let's all hang out no like if there's a hangout i'll hear about it and i'll go yeah but i'm fine 100 percent being at home um and yeah it was honestly i i couldn't care less like i couldn't care it, it was whatever for me yeah my mental health is where it where it has been for the past 10 years now, where has it been in the past 10 years? In a bad place. When did I find out about this? Like two, three months ago. Um, so I guess I can just ask, ask myself questions here because I think it'd be beneficial to the conversation. Go so um, I've historically, um, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, so I'm 27 years old. I'm in school, but, you know, I've always found school to be difficult. Never been the best. Student. Yeah. It's not that I didn't care. I've always, you know, gone to school. But then I've always wanted to go to therapy or to a psychiatrist, you know, see what's up and you know, lo and behold, like I see a psychiatrist and she's like, yo, you're, you're depressed. You have anxiety and you have ADHD. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. I've known you all my life and this is, this is new. Oh, this me. is breaking news to yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I had no clue. Yeah. Well, I mean, great. Now, now this is, this can turn into a real interview. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people are the same they just don't want to open up about it. and hopefully i can inspire somebody to open up about their struggles yeah because i know for me l- let's just say that from a young age everyone saw me as like a bright kid yeah. saw me as like i had everything under control i can do it you know whatever i was i was the guitar kid at church you know always helping out always you know doing good things True. And like put on a smile making appearances and stuff but you know and and then i'll go to the family functions not really talk to people and people will see that as very what's the word i'm looking for like like cocky conceited like two the years wrong with him yeah and so two years ago i went to san antonio where one of my cousins live and you know i was hanging with my tia and then my cousin came in but like late at night she's like oh hey i heard that you're here but i didn't really think we would talk so i didn't bet i didn't really want to come sooner i was like why didn't you think we'll talk she's like well i mean you've kind of always been the guy that's too cocky for the family and i'm like wait what now 
really yeah because you're always talkative with our side of the family i mean yes i mean i'm just i'm just really chill with y'all but like if if it doesn't have to be family if it's like a large group i will be quiet you shut down i yes yes so i guess that's what i'm trying to get into social anxiety oh no even with my own family well because i see you very talkative with our family i've never seen you in a setting on your dad's side of the family well so you'd think i'm talkative but there's times where i wish i was more talkative now the little i talk for you i guess is enough for me to just interact and be okay with it but i've always wished i was more talkative like i have all these thoughts but i just don't know how to convey them because i just once i lose the the conversation and once like my brain slows down and the conversation goes ahead of me that everyone's talking about i start getting anxious i sit out and i you know i'm on the bench get out of here yeah and it's i've always been like that and i thought i was i thought maybe i'm just a boring person like no it's that's not it i i have hard anxiety and um adhd as well and depression now for those who don't know these are three different mental illnesses that really go hand in hand you can have adhd that's a cause of depression or you can have depression itself and adhd by itself because if you're depressed you don't want to do anything we've all been there okay so hold that thought so you went here's my i'm gonna play devil's advocate because in my mentality and my thinking is either you're made to think you have that or you have that. If that makes sense. Because yeah. your therapist told you, okay, well, this is what you have if have. So in your mind, you're already thinking that you have that. Mm-hmm. So, but in reality, what if what if you don't have that, but somebody told you this is what you have, so that you start thinking that and therefore you start believing yourself that you have that. So kind of like a like a like the sugar pill kind of thing, but they're they're saying you're depressed and so you tell yourself you're depressed kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, so all this time, I never thought I was depressed. I just kind of thought I was this boring person. Okay. So once you start being asked specific questions and you start, for me, you start checking in the boxes that would, that would like, uh, that would signify that you're depressed. Like, do you have motivation to do things? Do you have a reason not to be motivated to do things? All these things. Then it's like, wait a minute. Like I started, I started believing it once I started reading like the trends. That's the only way, because someone that's depressed wants to stay home, not shower, not change, and yeah, and and that that's me every now and then. It's like, am I a nasty person? No, you're not a nasty person. You just get in the funk. Yeah, and it can so it can be situational, like your situation, like you don't get enough contact or communication at home, or yeah. you're just by yourself for too long, or you just kind of have it. I feel like for me, it was more of a I just when I'm at home, I kind of stick to myself, and then it's not because. I want to be away. It's just because that, that's just how it's always been. Yeah. So, um, so for me, I feel like it was my situation on top of, hold on, let me think of my answer. So your question was, sometimes you think it's situational. Yeah. Sometimes you think it's because you believe it. And sometimes you just have a, a chemical imbalance, right? Yeah. So I'm still going through trials with my uh, psychiatrist. Um, she put me on Effexor, which is a medication that helps you with all three. It's not Adderall. It's not like an antidepressant it's kind of like something that helps you well i don't know look it up it's yeah it kind of helps you with all three kind of thing okay yeah so the medication itself helps a little bit but what really helped me was the therapy because you can take medication all you want but what really helps is lifestyle changes okay so my therapist was like all right tomorrow morning you're waking up at 6 a.m what are you gonna do after you wake up and get up you can start running 45 minute cardio after that 45 minute cardio come back shower have a devotion for those that aren't religious just meditate just yeah something that that calms your your spirits your mood and after that do a hobby or something a goal for two hours okay so it's like nine o'clock and i've already ran for 45 minutes i've meditated i've done a two-hour hobby and then i go to so before i even go to class before i step in the classroom you've already done yeah all of that before you step in the class yeah so it, it's kind of like that structure throughout the whole day and you end up going to sleep like at 10 p.m you do this for 21 days your circadian rhythm is set like you naturally want to go to sleep at 10 you naturally it, it got it got so good to me to a point to where like i wouldn't need an alarm to wake me up at six i'd naturally wake up at like 5 55 no alarm yeah so that helped me through that throughout the semester and this was like the best semester i've had in, in a long time so you're clinically proven your diagnosis depressed well not depressed but depression anxiety and hdhd adhd yeah, yeah that maybe i have that too <laughs> <laughs> wow 
And I said, I had no clue. I mean, seriously, this is, like, new to me. I mean, I know we've talked and hung out, but this is the first time we've actually even had this type, like, this type of conversation. Yeah, before. and when they say depression looks like, you know, the happiest guy out there, it's true. Like, really? The the people you don't know of have it. Yeah. Like, nobody. Like Robin Williams, yeah. happiest person. Yeah. You, you know, know, the whole Chester depression. Bennington. Yeah, Chester Bennington. Like, all these guys, like, depression looks... It, it, it sucks because people that are depressed don't even want to talk about it. Because for me, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to bring other people down. So it's kind of like a struggle you want to... You want, it's, it's, it's a horrible struggle you want to fight all by yourself. Yeah. Um, but see, this is why I do this, because it's, it's frowned upon amongst men, because you got to play this role of a man. But it's also frowned upon in the Latino community. Oh yes, you know, and so yes. this is why I'm doing this because it's like you know what, like Toxic. you know, we're cousins, but we can still have these type of conversations. Absolutely, you know? and it's like, I, you know, me being your cousin, like I had no idea that you were going through this. You know, yes. Um, I mean, I'm open about it. I don't care. It's just the conversation has never come up. Yeah. If I talk to people, I tell them I don't care. Like. I, yeah, it's frowned upon for some people. I personally don't care because I know a lot of people struggle with it. They just don't know it just, or they yeah, don't hide it. Don't want to talk about it. I I'm an open book. I think that's the best thing to do because you can help others. Yeah, and I've talked to people who said they felt what I feel. And they're like, wow, like you just completely changed my concept, yeah. my like my thought of this. And they went to go do stuff, and you know, yeah, you know. So this is why I'm doing this podcast because I want to use this platform to people. Like, teach me about stuff like this. I mean, I'm sure I have my depressions, my anxieties, but I just haven't really explored them enough to be like, okay, this is what I have. You know, we all handle handle stuff differently. Uh, like, for instance, me, this, like, somebody call me out and be like, oh, you're not just saying, you're not the old old you used to be. Social butterfly. Because ever since this whole pandemic started, I have noticed I've kind of, like, chilled. I'm not always on the go. Yeah, you know, and so that's what and that's what people are used to seeing me is just wham bam on the go, mm-hmm. and then I also started noticing like, man, like I need to do something, you know, and so I picked up this uh, podcast as a hobby because a friend of mine, I was on his podcast for a Christmas program that he did, and it was good. I th- I think I heard that one. Yeah, You're talking about sandwich sabrenos. Yes, that one. Like, that's like a tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So I heard that. Yeah. I was talking to him and said, dude, you know, you, like, you got the voice, you got the personality. Yeah. And I think this brings me out, this brings out more of my personality or somewhat of my serious side. I mean, yeah, I like to have fun, a podcast, you know, and laugh, but, you know, p- people don't really, don't really get to see my serious side when I have these type of conversations, you know, especially even though we're blood related, but like, we don't really know each other that well. Thanks. You know, I mean, like, I changed the diaper. Actually, I don't know you if it was not. you or Nelson peed in my mouth because I changed <laughs> one of you guys' diapers. I don't think that was me. I can't remember who. I know I, don't, I, don't I know it wasn't was your brother. If it was, if it was me, I, I, you would have, I would have never heard the last of it. It was probably not so I, I don't remember who, I, because you and Nelson are one of the youngest ones in the family. And I do remember, like, changing, like, your guys' diapers. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that right there is a moment I'll never forget. Wait, how much older are you than me? I just do you want to go there or I just turned thirty eight, pound. Oh dang! Oh, so yeah. if you change my, you change diapers at eleven. If you changing me, yeah. <laughs> so when I'm, so you'll be changing my diapers that's when six, I get older. That's sixth grade, bro. So yes, even though we're blood related and all, but like me hearing you like on this side of the story, I had no clue that you were going through this. Yeah, and it's kind of sad because the the day I kind of opened up to my parents you know we it was the first time we'd all come together and like hugged it out and like cried really together. yeah i was like hey mom i'm I'm be straight up with you i i've been struggling with just like oh, so you went voluntarily to go see a therapist yeah so you went by yourself with that nobody know oh no, no 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 this was before i went to go see the therapist and the psychiatrist oh, yeah, okay, yeah okay because it just came down to a point where i was like like i'd been wanting to do this for a while but then i just had a breaking point one night and i was like you can't, I just you can't handle I, it. I'll just I'm just going to my parents' room. And yeah. Be like, hey, mom, dad, um, can I talk to y'all? Now, this is something I never do. Yeah. They knew something was up. They're like, I guess he's the I've seen them. Like, that's your brother. Yeah, like shout out to Rolo. Yes, nay. And my nickname will go unnamed. Um so they're like, yeah, they're like, did you get someone pregnant? Did you get 
you know, going to jail. No, I'm just like, hey, mom, like, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like, I don't have a relationship with you guys, and yeah, I feel like we don't really know each other, and that's kind of that's one of the central pieces why I felt like so depressed. All my struggles, like life, like I've I've done bad. Like I'm a bright person, but I do bad in school. Like it's not that I don't care; it's just that I can't do it sometimes. Yeah, and you know, can be do it by yourself. What do you mean? Because you said that. Do you feel like you can't do it? Is it like by yourself or do you need that extra motivation to push you? It's just that I, like, let's say I have a test coming tomorrow mm-hmm. and I've studied all week and then the night before I just feel like a wave of depression. I don't care about the test anymore. Really? Yeah. And the worst of it was I had a final one semester and during the final I didn't feel like taking the test. I had studied wow. and everything for it. I knew all the information. I just didn't, I literally didn't want to put in the answers. It was when I took, it was like a mix of chemistry one, chemistry two. Which, you know, is an entry-level chemistry class, but still, you still got to study a lot. So what drove you to that? Like, what triggered you? What, you know, like, made you feel that way? Like, an- anxious? Yeah. I uh, mean, because something, I mean, like, something, I would think something would had to trigger in order for you to... So I, I, think just... the, I think the central part of everything for me was I just haven't been happy with myself and haven't been happy with, like, my relationships with people close to me now myself you know we all have like this stigma like oh you graduate high school at 18 graduate college at 22 get your master's at 23 and i'm over 27 i got i don't have any of that i mean i i have like the equivalent to like an associate's in three different majors because i switched my my major so much so i still don't have a bachelor's in anything and so i look at successful people around me and i'm like i I, and people are successful and younger than me and it's like, wow, like that's where I should be. But like years ago, you know? See, but I think like that's where the stigma is wrong. Because yes. No, th- this opens up a conversation. This opens up in different ways because yeah. like education is not the only way to success. Exactly. But like I, I was kind of bred into raised like, up in that. Yeah. Everyone around me. Oh, you go to the community college. Ew, you're still yeah. in the community college. Gross. He's still blah, blah, blah. Like I had to distance myself from people because they thought like that even people at church were very much like did you hear is she still in college like she's she's kind of old and you know like i heard someone talking about that about someone else but guess what i'm in this i'm in that same shoe yeah and from that moment i didn't want to go to that church um put myself around those people because that's not the energy i need and that's something i'm super sensitive about historically Uh, i mean my you know my solution is i was like fuck them (laughs) <laughs> i mean for real it, it, I mean, think zero about to 100 <laughs> i mean think about it like yeah you, you know they can have all the degrees all they want they can have six seven figures but at the end of the day are they happy that's that is i only another, have one that pe- is another conversation i only have one piece of paper and and i admitted this in my last other podcast it's like one of my embarrassed moments is that i graduated in, in the summer i didn't get to walk by one point, my my English teacher, Miss Love, in Skyline, like failed me. Miss Love, yeah. So she didn't I didn't get to graduate with my class, and so for me, like that was an embarrassment, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like stuff like we summer both school, have, yeah. At the end of the day, I got the same paper what they got. I'm doing okay, you know. I like my life. I've traveled. Like some of those people that that I graduated with, they're fucking miserable. They've never left the states. They've never been over the country. I mean, dude, like we, like you see where I travel, and I'm not saying I'm better than them. It's like, hey, man, you know what? I make the best of what I have, and when I can, and where I can, and how I can, you know. And so, like, you know, you say how there's people out there. I just say, fuck them. You know what? It's like, well, you know what? Congratulations. I'm happy for you, but I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna worry about me because you're not paying my bills. You're not paying for my stuff. Yeah. You know. Unless you're helping me some kind of way financially, then yeah. But other than that, like you got, you know, yeah, I'm proud of your accomplishments, but we both drive cars, takes us to point A to point B. Yeah. We, I mean, you know, or <laughs> we both shit the mm-hmm. same. So it's not like just because you made six figures and have a, no, is you're better than me. Heck no. Like we're both still the same. No. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so, so when people, when I hear people say that, you know, and especially as my cousin, you know, it makes me sad, but at the same time, it's like, dude, like, you know, like, don't put yourself in a situation, man. I mean, because you're just going to set up yourself a failure yeah. and then, you know, compare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, it got to a point where I just didn't even want to show my face around. 
because like where i work i work with people who have seen me graduate yeah a long time ago and it's like oh what is he what is he up to you know oh he's still in school oh, okay weirdo you know like unfinished like scholar kind of thing but um like i mean i the only thing i'm really missing from being this late and finishing school is just time like i feel like i'm i'm an, i'm at a a really good trajectory now than i have been like you know high school bad at math bad at physics and now that's all yeah. i do math like the highest level of math i've taken so far is the best i've done Com i mean even compared to like because for math it goes like college algebra college pre-cal cal one two yeah. cal three you know differential equipment I i'm doing better at the higher level of math than I did the lower ones that's just because i kind of got my stuff together yeah um so if there's anything it's like i wish i did this sooner but like i'm not personally i'm no longer like sh shameful of where i'm at yeah it's just i mean like you shouldn't be it's just like fuck it you know like you go at your own pace yeah you know i mean like nobody's paying for your tuition except yeah. uh, i'm sure your parents are or you are but everybody else you know that the one to shame you down is like nah dude like screw you man i mean like you're not paying for my stuff yeah you know so you go at your own pace and you know like, you have no rush to finish i mean like you're not married no kids nothing holding you back to be like man i need to have this done by a certain time yeah exactly nothing like it, it's like that's absolutely absolutely um and one thing that can open up a whole nother discussion which you know i think we, i don't think we have time for is being you know first generation american like yeah like a lot of us struggle and i and you i think know so? academically yeah absolutely i mean i barely even i graduated in the summer so i barely even made it I know exactly. Now there's a there's a lot of great smart like young Latinos Latinas yeah. who go out and do like we have cousins. Shout out to Marisol. Marisol. You know all them like they're smart. And, of you know, course. You know Daniel. You know, kudos to them. You yeah, know? like really smart people. I I admire them one hundred percent. I personally didn't have that gene that bug. Yeah. Um. I. I, I didn't. I, I kind of had to figure stuff out on my own. Yeah. And doing so kind of set me back a little bit, but I mean that's something worth thinking about like I, there's or i have family members who run organizations who who work with first generation americans who don't have it all together because you know like coming out of high school like i mean i didn't really know everything about college you know yeah but that's what i own. but so um, you said generation so are you what are you generation x y z or this new I'm millennial baby oh lord we, we intermittent fast we dress skinny jeans and you know Oh my God. But no, sweet. Yeah, like we're 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 with, we're with the Gen Zs called Chugi. Oh, hey, they made to that shit. Get, stop. Yo, look it up. Look it up. I think oh, so Chugis. Chugi. It's spelled like true. Like chug. It's spelled like, like those chug C H U E G Y. Oh hell so, no. I mean, if I, if I'm not mistaken, it's like if you're like one, if you're like a generation behind on fashion or something like that. So like the skinny jeans, like the long tees, like that. That's the thing in the past. It's like baggy jeans are back. Baggy jeans. No, they're shirt. not. Yeah, they are. Jeans have gotten like no, tighter on no. guys. No, 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 no. Okay, Justin Bieber. What's he wearing all the time? He's wearing them big old clothes, like those big. But nothing that shorts. goes with his clothes, like nothing that fits his body type. That's all. Like that's it's like big PJs. Look, okay, look up, look up his his song Peaches. He's wearing the big old shirt, like the big shirts are back, dude. But that okay, okay, what's that her face? What, what's that one singer chick uh, who just recently released a new music video and she's like all naked all of a sudden? I don't know. Billie Eilish. Is that her name? I don't know. I don't keep up with the, one the green general. hair. She's kind of yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, Okay, Billie Eilish, yeah. Yeah, so like that style, that that's what's in, like the big flowy. Anything skinny prior to that, that's what we call a chuggy, so the hell is wrong intermittent fasting chuggy. Like these little things that like the millennials, <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> wrong with you guys, bro. <laughs> Uh, I, I always give you shit because you tend to wear some little tight ass jeans. Yeah, I mean, you know, I always give you shit about those my tight time. ass jeans. I'm wearing them right now. I know you are. And they're ripped. <laughs> yeah. I had, a job to, I had a job today, so I, I'm wearing all black. So. You get your thighs just popping up the rip of the yeah, hole. Man. I mean, yeah, I don't skip like day. What can I say? It's chuggies. I never heard of that. So. Okay, yeah. well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Because you said that you lost connection, right? With you your, like you know with your parents and a lot of things right yeah okay but i'm gonna hit you hard now go have you lost connection spiritually being that we both grew up in the religion spiritually how is that like where are you at from a one to ten spiritually because i mean because they teach us that your spiritual life and your personal life 
go hand in hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And honestly, I I myself do believe that because mm. I've experienced that myself. If my spiritual life is on an all-time high, my personal life is all-time high. If yeah. my spiritual life is low like it is right now, it's definitely crappy. So I'll be the first to admit that I've experienced both of them. I've experienced the super high and the super low. But you, as a millennial, and with everything going on in this world, where's your spiritual life? That That's a very interesting question, and it will bring up this great point I was talking to my therapist about. Which, by the way, my therapist is Seventh-day Adventist, so her bias leans towards the religion. But I give her a pass because I respect her. She's a woman. She's independent. She is very strong, and she will not shy away from telling you, like, basically shut up and stick your head down. You know, like, she's like a, she's a tough woman. She's a really? mean cookie. But anyways, this is what we were talking about the other day. She was asking, how is my spiritual life like, and how is my emotional stability like? Yeah. And... Historically, I haven't been doing an amazing, you know, I was super involved with like chapel, religion, always helping out the church. Correct. Like it's, it's part of Hispanic culture to first of all, go to church on Saturday morning, you know, stay for potluck lunch. Sometimes school. Escuela Sabatica, you know. Um, worship. Yeah, and then, you know, sometimes you stay and then you have afternoon service. Hey, you come back the next day for Pathfinder's Adventure. Shout out to all the Pathfinder stories that I've heard. Some OGs from Dallas West where I used to, where I grew up as a child. Um, and all those great stories. Um, and then there's like a Wednesday service, mm-hmm. like a like a petition. Yeah. Like a like a prayer request service, and then Friday night Friday service. Night, Basically, yeah. your, li- your life revolves around the church, so just service to the church. So I kind of grew up with that mentality, and I was like, you know what? As long as I'm right with God, He will find He will pave the way for me. And I always felt like I served Him to my potential. Yeah, but it came to a point where it's like, all right, I'm serving God, I'm serving God, but here I am, still broke, living at my parents' house, still not doing good in school. Like, you know what? So then I took a step back, and I was like, all right, let me do what I need to do to be better at school. And I started doing that and I, t- I put church in the back burner, not in, not in terms of like, I don't go to church anymore, but in terms yeah. of like, I, I just don't help out as much as more. Cause like, I mean, even recently I was, you know, I'm, I'm at this other church. I'm helping out with adventures, pathfinders. I'm on the young adult lead team. You know, I help with like music, just super busy. Yeah. You know, I took a seat back from all that and I started to do like study more. I started to focus more on academics, you know, my depression led me to not have enough time in the week. I would study on the Sabbath. Yeah. Like, I would skip church to study for a huge exam. And it's weird because once I started doing these things that don't revolve religion, I started doing better with, you know, academics and not religion. So so you started, like, noticing things were becoming better and when you put religion aside that sound that sounds like that, that sounds bad but let me explain <laughs> let me explain yeah. how religious decided okay um once i started doing better in school and really just got a hold of my men- emotional my mental health in like a non-religious way i started feeling happier really okay now i'm gonna play devil's advocate in a no, go, go, go no no play play those advocate because no, no, go ahead because my big my big insecurity that leads to my depression is just like why haven't i succeeded to my potential you know so okay so basically like you're questioning god right i mean by the way i'm wording it in a sense okay so you question god he's like okay fine you want to question me i'm going to help you right your stuff keep your stuff keep keeps getting better so how do you in return repay him back if that makes any sense i mean ask it in like another way okay because you said that you put religion aside because you started noticing if you do it by your well, own I, self. I, I put, a, put aside like all the things I was involved in, yes. Okay. Because you know God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And like, like they've always taught us that. I myself have experienced it myself. So maybe that's God's way of saying, okay, fine. You want to do it your way? That's fine. But as a child of God, I'm still going to help you, protect you. Let me, let's make things better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you repay him back be like okay so let me give thanks to god like do you say you know thank god for helping me or is like or do i just thank myself because i put myself because i put myself through this at the end of the day i think i'll always give thanks to to the 
you know, I'll always have that belief that he's the father, the ultimate. Um, and the struggles he put me through are really are what making me stronger. Um, I think what me giving back to him will be is once I feel like I'm a finished product, I will give him credit for it. But when do you know you're a finished product? So for me, when I graduate college. But what if, well, maybe for you. Yeah. As a, as, as a human being. I, like, that's like my one goal in life where if I were to accomplish that, I'd be a completely different person. But what if there's other accomplishments that that you're doing, like like For example, all, the, all these side gigs you got going? I mean, that's just that's just pays the bills. That's it all. does, but it's something you like to do. It's fun, yeah, but it's not my ultimate goal. So your ultimate goal is to graduate. My ultimate goal is to graduate and just be my self-sustaining own human. So let's just say, yes, you're in your forties, like I am. Yeah, never went to high school. I mean, never went to college. I feel like I'm accomplished because yeah, well, you've never make, been to jail. Yeah, you've never been in jail. You know, never. I don't have three or four kids hanging around anywhere. You see, let me, let me, let me. I guess paint like a little resume for you. You pay, like you have a good job. You know, decent. You, you buy your own cars. You pay. You pay everything. Your own rent. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a good relationship with the whole family. Now you're not married, so you're kind of like living on your own kind of thing. Like, right. um, but you seem to be like happy where you are, and that's that's a good place to be. Like. If I was self-sustaining like you, I would, I feel like you, that's kind of a shallow thing to say. But if I was self-sustaining like you, like yes, I would be a ha- in a happier place. I think now at the same time, you can't think that one thing is going to fix all your problems. Correct. You know, and I, I don't know if that's where you're going with this. Yeah. But that's why now, like, I'm trying to put myself. Ha- I'm trying to make myself happy in the position I'm in, because just because you graduate, just because you make the money, yeah, is not going to change Correct. your emotional well-being. Yeah. Well, because where I was going is like. I mean, I've seen it. Like I said, your spiritual life goes with your personal life. So, like, don't don't be like, oh, because of me, you see me. Like, I have my struggles too. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my struggles financially. It's just, I guess you can say, like, I hide it well. To where it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. But deep down inside, it's like, fuck, man. Like, how am I gonna make this run some, uh, bill? How am I gonna make this uh, this car payment? You know, so I mean, I have my struggles too. I'm not just all fun and dandy and just happy all the way. No, I mean, I have my share of, you know, I just want to be myself too and crawl under a rock, you know, but I don't let that get me down because you know why? Because there's other people that have it worse than us. Oh, absolutely. And they still manage to be like, hey, man, it is what it is. Yeah, we all get humbled at some point and it just makes you question. So where I'm going with you is, you know, yeah. like you said that until you graduate, like that's where you're not gonna be satisfied. It's like I mean, yes, that is one goal to have, and I want you to graduate, but don't let that be your ultimate goal because you're gonna have other goals in life. I'm sure you're gonna want to get married. That's another goal that you want. You're gonna want to have kids. That's another goal. You're gonna want to move out your mom's house. That's another. That's three goals yeah, yeah. plus plus graduating. So when are you gonna be able to? Uh, accomplish all those four goals i think what makes that one graduation goal the most prevalent for me it's because i it's the one where i don't believe can actually happen it's kind of like you want things you can't have you know and i feel like that's gonna be the hardest one because getting married getting pregnant pregnant leaving my mom's house i can i can do all those whenever i want but well okay like you say that but have you put it into into effect because you're 20 I mean, I wouldn't do it if I don't if I don't graduate and get the job I want. But you can have a a decent job is to move out. I mean, you can get roommates and split I, the rent. I mean, yeah, I could, but for me, getting those jobs as you know my future dream job mm-hmm. as an electrical engineer will put me in a position to where I can be in financially stable relationship, marriage, and be a financially stable father at some at one day. Okay, so that's kind of the central part to it because. Finishing school is like a symbolic symbol of me com- being complete with myself as of my youth. Okay. Or it doesn't have to be school. Like, you know, in other people's cases, a business, making okay. the money they want. Like, once I reach that, then it's like, okay, my youth is over. Now it's time for my adult life or I choose what I want to do with my money, with my time, who I want to end up with, all that stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of like the central piece. And that's why it's it's just kind of been biting at me for a long time. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll go on record and say, if I, if I was, let's say I was done with school by 24, 25 masters, I'd probably be married by now because, you know, I'd be looking for the next thing in life. Maybe I would find whatever, you know, like, but since I'm not there. Yeah. But cause this is where I bring the spiritual aspect. I mean, what if God has different plan for you and you're going against it? 
Oh, no, no, I, absolutely. Like, I mean, that's a huge thing for me because it's like sometimes I, I've literally sat down now more than ever because I'm older. And I've always had this belief in God, like, he'll get me there, get me there, get me there, he get me prevail. there, get me there. But now it's like, all right, like, why am I in this place? But it's like, okay, so God will get you there, but what are you doing to get there? I mean, all I can do is just, uh, like, what are you doing I have to, get to set there? my, like, I have to, like, basically just follow, just set a plan to follow my goals. In this case, I don't know. In my case, study harder, be more focused, be responsible, be a be like a a grown adult you know i mean but because those you, are the those are the changes i had to make the last couple of years but when do you know that you're becoming a grown adult? i'm 38 i still fuck around i have you know i mean i have my childish moments every once in a while and i have my grown-up moments every once in a while so it's like do you want to make that big step into being a, a young adult to like bam mature already and to just want to go with the flow and enjoy life man i want i always want to enjoy life I tend to. Enjoy. And you do because you freaking travel like crazy. So when I see that, like, it makes me happy because I'm living vicariously because you've gone to places like Montana. I never in a, in a thousand years. So as a traveler it, over here. Right? <laughs> Mr. Spain. Mr. <laughs> Italy. Tampa. Italy. <laughs> Whatever. You this, know. Guy, this guy rolled his eyes and he's like, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just right there. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Um, but... I think, like, at the end of it all, like, you just have to be content with the now, you know? Like, you have to, you have to be, you have to, because that's what dictates your happiness. It's how you feel now. But I think that's wrong with with your generation. Like, you're content. You're just, I'm going to put this. You're just like, okay, fine. This is me. You know? Like, there's no motivation. Like, fuck, man. Like, I need to get my shit together. Because, like, you know, like, my generation, I mean... Y'all are go-getters. Exactly. Now, this new wave of generations, like... What like, can y'all do for me? Exactly. It's like, it's like, you want things handed to you, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I think there's a method to the madness. I think I definitely gen, I definitely think Gen Z is a whole other animal. Yeah. In good ways and bad ways. Um, I've, I've heard I've heard who it was, a talk show radio host. He said, the biggest enemy of Gen Z is Gen Z themselves. Themselves, yeah. And yeah. I think that's going to be the just bomb of of this world this is new gen z oh yeah gen z is the end of the world <laughs> i mean like we're seeing signs of it now <laughs> you know <laughs> the book of revelation Man, don't lie no we're the book of david don't lie <laughs> i mean we're, yeah we're we're more now than ever sounding like you know the grandparents like back in my day kind of thing yeah know? like we're this is the modern day back in my day yeah the world's in, but except you're just straight up saying gen z y'all are gonna end the world that's dude <laughs> i mean like it's about almost an hour, and like this conversation has really been an eye opener, and more like as your older cousin, and, you know. Because I was ten, I watched this this YouTube podcast. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called I Am Athlete, with no. Brandon Marshall or Cinco. I haven't. For, but and so it's like four group. It's just sure four it's friends with those guys, yeah, guys, and they just talk about anything, mm. you know, mental health, mm-hmm. anything, sports, mm-hmm. and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, and they look out after each other. Like, friends that come on here, I've noticed that I failed them as a friend because I don't check in on them. Oh. You know? And <clears throat> even worse, like, as my cousin, as one of the young ones, like, we only see each other once every blue moon, unless I go to your mom's house, you know, to go visit her, or I'll see you at a family reunion, but yeah, we don't hang out, we don't, I don't check in on you, or your brother, you know? I, <laughs> I don't know, don't remember the last time I even saw your brother. Mm-hmm. You know, so as a cousin, I apologize for failing on that part. It's I messed, mean, it's messed up for you, bro. It's I know. I'll be the first to admit it. You know, you need, you I fucked better. up. You know, and yeah, and to the rest did. of the, and to any of the cousins cousin. that are listening, like I'm sorry, you know, for not checking in. You know, because I talk about being big on family. Yeah. But I'm over here slacking at the department, like not checking in on my family members. Mm. You know, I, I do go visit them. For example, if I'm in Arlington, oh area, no, that's that's a good point. I, I do so go visit Obi, Obi, Obi's over here beating himself up. But for those who know, Obi is the guy that would just pull up at your door, and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, you know how old, back in the day, you you would just knock on people's door and see if they're home, and then if they're not, you go away. Nowadays, we text people, "Yeah, you home? Can I come through?" No, Obi. He knocks on your door and sees if you're home. If you're not, he'll go away. Like, <laughs> Obi does his stuff. Like, 
he's being humble with the whole I, I don't check up on you but like obi he does his part you know he he's i think obi's we all don't want to admit but obi's the glue for the most part i don't know about that man i mean there there is drama between him and other family members but that's another conversation <laughs> There's we'll some there's some it. Facebook receipts on that. Facebook <laughs> <laughs> receipts. Yeah. But um, no, so funny. like I said, I mean, like, this has really been an an eye opening for me, dude. And yeah. I hope for everybody else that's listening, you know, because I never thought we would even have this type of conversation, because I don't even think we even touched, um, you know, the surface of what you're going through. Oh, I I really do like I. It has been an hour, but I feel like we have so much. I I have there's so more. much more to talk. I mean, we can probably talk some other time, like yeah, a part two or whatever. Two, but yeah, definitely. Like, there's so much to talk about. Like, you know, I mean, we just yeah. No, so, that's what happens when you don't orchestrate like a podcast. <laughs> you just kind of start talking. Yeah. And I told you because yeah. originally because I'm working on some stuff to try and make this podcast better. You know, so you're big into audiovisual and and that digital stuff. So I told you, hey, you know, come to the house. You know, we'll do a little something, and then. Like something just hey you know what well, let's do a podcast and you're like so what do we talk about well, anything but yeah. then I said you know but since mental health is a big thing going on especially with with the whole COVID situation you know people going through depression anxiety and you're like oh snap yeah I want to talk about that so you know like we made that transition and is what to let us here though no but this could definitely go on like for like another hour or two but um we're gonna cut it short man because I know you gotta go. I'm, but I'm, I'm but before we cut it off, um, I always like to end like with my guests giving an advice. All so right. you at the age of what, 27, 28? 27. 27. Like you've been through your things in your lifetime. What's one advice that you could give to someone listening right now? Man, I literally the day was like, I was like, man, I'm, I'm old enough to have like words of wisdom. I had this one liner. What was it? It was... It's a uh, lot of dead space. I got to edit it out. <laughs> yeah 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 no that's that's not for a podcast no i i had this one piece of advice but who who's the who who's the audience though like what's the advice everybody for? man just like, life in general just in general or just your subject is on mental health like something on mental health you know somebody that's struggling with the same issues that is afraid to come out and speak to the loved ones or to somebody about the situations what would you tell them if they're hearing this uh step one is to i mean if you feel like something's weird step one is just kind of realize what it is maybe even book like a cheap online therapist real quick just talk talk it out whatever i think therapy's for everyone even if you feel like nothing's wrong like there can be baggage unpacked that you didn't know you had um but when it comes to mental health like that should be your priority 100 percent. it really should i mean it's that simple so it's real 100 percent real like i feel like after making my lifestyle changes after you know, having that social balance between friends, relationships, family, hobbies, yourself. Like, my, I, I just, you know, and these are, for some people, it just comes natural because you grew up into that and that's yeah. what you naturally do. But some people, it has to be outlined for you. Like, yeah. just like kids who can't read, they have to help being helped sound it out. I'm being told, yo, you have to have friends. You have to have family you talk to. You have to have hobbies you do. You have to have a job they're satisfied with. You have to keep that balance. Um, So, so... I mean, that's kind of one thing you'll talk about in therapy, but find that balance, and it's helped me tremendously. Which is, which will tell, which now I can tell you why my the first question you asked was, "What is your mental? How's your mental health?" Eight or nine, ten would be perfect, but you know, it's, it's hard to find perfect days. Yeah. Now, um, I had this. Uh, I went to this uh, Greek restaurant in New York, and I, you know. I was with one of my friends I haven't seen him in a long time. Like he lives out in Maryland, and he drove up to see me in New York. In that moment, I think it was a ten because it was a long time friend. I felt happy. I was eating some gyros with some feta cheese, man. And once they told me there's, they had they had like this spicy feta cheese too. Yeah, my goodness. That at that moment I was a ten. I was nice. a ten at that moment. It was just some bliss right there. But. So where you at now, like talking to me right now? I'm at uh, 12 talking to you, man. You better, my, my eyes. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live. Yeah, man. No, I'm definitely at 12. That's good, man. Uh, you know, I I hope this was some kind of like therapeutic for you. Like it wasn't meant to be. It this. was. It felt natural. Like I didn't feel like I had to think of the answer. I just thought I'm just thinking of, a, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, which it, is why it didn't feel like we talked for an hour. 
No, I, it's an hour five, but I'm sure if I edit it, it'll be like in just under an hour. Yeah. But, you know, which is why I like doing these podcasts because you, because everybody texts now. Like, nobody picks up the phone and talks. It, it's all about texting and, you know, which is another reason why I wanted to do this podcast is like, you know what? Like, either you can come, either you can come to my home and we can do this in person or on the phone. You know, we just talk about any subject or if there's something that you want to talk to me about, it's like, hey, you know, like, let's record it. Okay, cool. And we'll have a conversation, you know, because the talking on the phone, it's like a lost art now, you know. And yeah, so, part, yeah. so, you know, which is why, you know, I actually, you know, you know, and the few people that have come onto my show, you know, at the end of the show, like, yo, you know, this is pretty cool, you know, because it's like a different environment. It's like you get lost, you know, yeah, you're ha- we're having a conversation, but you have a microphone in front of you. So it's it, it just something about it. You just like, you know, get lost in the moment and like you're like intimate with the one-on-one person over the, in the conversation, you know? So, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, I mean, this was definitely impromptu. It was not, uh, you know, planned. It was definitely random. Yeah. You hit me up to like do brainstorm. Some, yeah. <laughs> we ended up doing a podcast. So, I mean, I hope this was good for you, man. And I hope, you know, like your experiences going through, you know, battling, you know, these issues will be, you know, will help others. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, it could be a handful of people listening to this or it could be multitudes, but. I just need one person. If if one person. Yeah, definitely. Like if it reaches the one person, you know, and. That's good enough for me. Definitely, man. So. Again, thank you for coming on. I know it was last minute, and thank you for opening up to me, especially, you know, about... Nah, absolutely. About it's, kind of, it's kind of like a downer podcast. Like, I <laughs> I can be fun, but, like, we want to talk about these... We, it's important to talk about, like, real things, you oh, know? Yeah. Like, it's... And this is what I like to... I yeah. like to keep it real. Yeah. Like, I probably won't even edit much as this, this part because I like to keep it raw as much as I can. You know, I like to keep that authenticity real. No, you yeah. know, like, hear the emotion you know when other people talk so you know again you know thank you for coming on and sharing your you know your troubles and tribulations and um i hope uh the sky's the limit for you man no, absolutely. you know so hurry up and graduate so you can knock that out yes sir and you can have another accomplishment to do but at the same time you know just to, you know at your pace man like there's no rush and if somebody's rushing fuck them i said it i'll say it for you <laughs> fuck them i know you don't want to cut but fuck them i'll say it for you man you know, like they can kick rocks and they look, you know, if other people look down on you, hey, okay, well, congratulations. I'm happy for you, but I'm going to do me. I'm going to take care of me, you know? Mm-hmm. So don't worry about what everybody else said, man. Like, just do you, take care of you, take care of your family. You know, everybody else, fuck them. For sure. You know, don't, for sure. you know, don't be too hard on yourself either, man, because. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, because being a hard on yourself. It just fucks with you, no, you know, no, mentally, man. Yeah, no, and once you, once you like, and that's why I said like my my one advice is is to be like present and happy for the moment, you know, like where you are, because you know you're there for a reason. And my reason right now is just to maybe I just need to learn a little more about thing a thing or two. But yeah, I just felt like I became a lot happier once I just became once I like accepted like who I am. Yeah. But, but on all the potential I still have, you know. Oh yeah, I mean so. definitely, man. Like I see it. I mean, you know, you're a musician. You definitely take pretty badass pictures, so you know. Thank you, thank you, man. So, again, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, we'll definitely do. We'll definitely do a part two for sure, man. Absolutely. We'll definitely. So, shout out to the uh, the Loli, Raul, and Rollo if he, if he even listens. Oh, to we gotta get Raul up in this. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give Rollo <laughs> a shout out, man. I gotta give my cousin a yeah. shout out, man. I mean, fucking Raulito, Nene. Nene. I gotta give Nene a shout out, man. I haven't seen his ass in a minute, so. I gotta get him on here too. I gotta see what the hell's going on with his, you know him and I his think mind. that'd be a good combo. Yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I think <laughs> we all do. I think we all need answers. Yeah, I think, I'm gonna drag each one cousin in here. <laughs> Wait, what the hell's Th- going on? This with is Obi's method. He he brings you here for like to do a, a favor, <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, you're right. here. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I need content for season two, man. Uh, I need content for season two, and bro, Obi has like a whole studio. It, it just. It's just like famously was ready to be used. Just one button, and everything turns on. Hey man, you know, like I said, I'm I'm trying to become better. Uh, you know, I'm trying to become 
a little bit more serious when it comes to this. I mean, I'll have my fun. Yeah, no, Obi's a fun, serious person, a fun, outgoing person, but these conversations are good to have. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when it comes to this, you know, topic of some, you know, mental health, anxiety. Because again, I mean, it's frowned upon, it's hush hush. Nobody wants to talk about it. So, you know, it's just to each his own. So, you know, so we'll definitely do a part two, man. You know, we'll dig deep, deep it into this and uh, yeah ask me a pathfinder question next time bet sounds like a plan so again yeah no he's not go ahead we'll talk next time now all right so thank you for coming in to all those who hung out for this long thank you for hanging in there if you want to find me on social media if you want to help out with my photo and video cause my instagram is underscore photo dave check me out pass my information around i am being serious i want to make this my full-time job until i'm done with school so shameless plug give me only a, because you're helping me with this i'm letting me give me this plug give me a follow yes underscore photo dave photo dave is that i instagram and facebook just instagram instagram yeah at underscore photo dave yes you know check out his content does photos music videos and this promo that we about to fire up where the ozone <laughs> wait is that is that what's called the ozone the ozone right, well, i don't know why i thought it was yeah. <laughs> thank you guys